so we have our family costume that I think everybody is going to wear to go trick-or-treating mm-hmm. that Emmy is like super pumped about. It was her idea. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's a whole family <laughs> costume that she she decided on. It's like really cold usually for Halloween here. So I used to always go out in a onesie, some type of onesie, comfortable onesie with a glass of wine. That's a great oh, idea. <laughs> always have to have a glass of wine. Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Welcome everybody. I feel like a new person. I'm I'm another year older <gasps> and wiser. Happy I'm 36. Birthday. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Whoa. 36 is like I'm getting I'm almost 40. No, no, no. You I'm close. <laughs> I'm getting there. You're you're like me. Like once I start getting close to a birthday, I just like round. Oh yeah. When I was like 34 and a half, I would just call myself 35. And Tanner's like, you're not 35. I'm like, I'm practically 35. You're like, so I'm you're, close. So you're like, I'm practically 40. <laughs> I always do I always do the rounding thing when like I'm taking the kids somewhere and it's like far away. I'm like if it's like 35 minutes, I'm like, "Oh, like it's only like 20 minutes away." <laughs> it's like I go so <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't know if it makes it better or worse. But yeah, I I I feel tired, more tired as a 36-year-old than I did as a 35-year-old. I don't know why. It could be cuz it's cold outside here. And cold makes you feel like cozy, which kind of makes you feel tired. Or maybe it's just today. Yeah. I don't know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a good birthday? I did. I went to Cancun. I went for three nights, which was like really fun, but really fast because it was only two that is fast. You know, full days. Um, I had to get my first COVID test ever. Oh, you haven't had I've one? I've never gotten wow. one. No. Look at you. I've never had any symptoms or any reason to. Yeah, not even for – I've had a couple jobs where I've had to. You haven't had to do that Mm-mm. yet. Yeah. No, I haven't been anywhere, I guess. <laughs> but I was, like, very nervous. Like, very, very nervous. Like, like sweating. Oh, really? I mean, I was in Mexico. But <laughs> I was really nervous, yeah. Just that you were going to have a positive test and have to stay there in quarantine or just about the test? Uh, well, that, but mostly just about it getting stuck in my nose. Like, I, I was like nervous about the pain. Did, did your eyes More work? so than getting stuck in Mexico. Because honestly, 10 days of like being stuck in a room by myself, like, <laughs> would that be horrible? Not really. No. Not really. No. No. It doesn't sound bad. No responsibilities. Like, like, I don't even think that I would mind like looking out at a brick wall, like out a window, even if you weren't seeing the ocean or something. Like, I don't even know that I would mind. <laughs> like, that sounds like kind of nice. But yeah, I didn't have it. I got back. It was good to see the kids. And then um, Bella actually went to the beach with her dad and brothers, older brothers, this past weekend. So it was just like me and Charlie hanging out here. Oh, where, did they go to Florida or... They they actually went to Mexico too, which was terrifying to me. I will say, wait, is there a good mom, bad mom in this? I'm just going to say mine right now because I was so scared about Bella going, but I knew how much she would love it. So I felt like such a good mom, not like letting her go because it's not like really there's two people that make that decision, but saying like, yes, Bella can go for four nights to Mexico. I was like, oh gosh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let her do it. And she was so happy. She FaceTimed me a lot and it was 
she was just so happy and and she came back she's great so cute like so cute like she got back last night and she was um i was laying down with her to go to sleep and she just like wouldn't stop talking like she was so excited and finally i was like bella you have to go to sleep (laughs) but i did that was my i i felt like an actual good mom this week and like hanging out with charlie i actually did like charlie things which I know you were talking about when you like got Brooksy time that one day and you like took yeah. him to Target and yeah, like Charlie and I never have like just Charlie time. I get a lot of just Bella time, but that was really nice. I let him pick out a toy at Target. Oh, it is nice when you get more one-on-one time, I think with your younger children because they never had just you time, you know, like. Right. Yeah. Emmy had that for two whole years and Brooks and Reed never have had just like that time so it is right. it is nice when you're like oh this is what it would be like if it say it was just us you know right I was thinking about that too I was like oh my gosh if it was just me and like Charlie how different life would be mm-hmm. like it's so weird he's also a boy so like boy things are so different than like girl things like I would just be playing cars all the time <laughs> And he's like so wild and he just jumps off of things. I feel like I'd constantly be in that like, oh God, is he going to fall? Like, oh, they mom mode. They move nonstop. That is my life every day. It really is wild. <laughs> the difference between boys and girls is so different. Well, I just think like for Brooks and I feel like Reed may be kind of in between, but he is just very busy. He just, mm. and he's very, just wants to like, and it is sort of the two-year-old stage. But he just wants to touch everything and see how everything works and take things apart. And, you know, and Emmy was a little bit that way, but he's very just active, active, active. What toys is he into? Like, what does he like? His his, uh, balance bike. He loves his balance bike. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, Well, I mean, he... He is he is influenced a lot by Emmy. He likes a lot of what Emmy likes. But he oh, yeah. um he likes his train set. He has like a little train set. Oh yeah. Um that you can like put together the track yourself and make it different directions mm-hmm. and he likes that. And then they just really like being outside. But oh my gosh, yes. That's the nice, I guess. I mean, you can bundle your kid up and take him outside. I think that's great for them too, but I guess it's one thing that's nice about California is where the weather is like always the same. Well, it's just starting to get colder where it gets cold at night, but it's yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. still like seventy today. That's nice. Yeah, it's getting like the this morning was like forty five. Like, and Charlie doesn't care that it's cold. Yeah, like he just he just goes outside and just want. I'm like, no, dude, you got to put on a sweatshirt. You got to put on some <laughs> socks. You got to like this is not. You can't just go out there like normal. He's like, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> So crazy. I mean, I remember doing that as a kid. Like my brother would wear gym shorts and flip flops and snow. <laughs> I don't even understand. That's like such a teenage boy thing. It's such a. To- I think it's such a Midwest thing too. Oh yeah, I guess that's very true. But I like. I remember when Evan and I used to live together, and the boys would go out in shorts, like when it was cold, and I, I was like, "What? Yeah, are they doing?" <laughs> And he's like, it's fine. I'm like, it's not fine. They're going to freeze. And that's just how they get in the car to go to school. I'm like, that is bizarro land. My brother was the same way. So funny. Yeah. Um. Well, I know you're, you're like huge Halloween 
fans, dress up fans. I'm not going to ask you what you're going to be because I'm sure you'll surprise everybody. But uh, have you? Are you like getting ready? Are you getting prepared? Yeah. Um. So we have our family costume that I think everybody is going to wear to go trick or treating. Mm-hmm. That Emmy is like super pumped about. It was her idea. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's a whole family costume that she she decided on. And All right, wait, where are you going to go? Because you can't go in your neighborhood because there's like four houses, right? Yeah, we're just going to go to our, our old neighborhood. We've oh, okay. we've talked to a couple of our old neighbors and we're like, I think we're going to come by. And they're like, oh, yes, please do. So um, we're just going to because it's like 30 houses and it's just one, yeah, yeah. It's one loop. So it's perfect. Like we can hit 30 houses and probably like. I don't know, like hour and a half and call it. And it's safe. Call it good. Yeah. We know everybody. So mm-hmm. so we're going to do that. And then I have like a second co- costume, which is like all three kids. So I kind of talked about it, about it on my Instagram because I, which is funny because Brooks loves to play that piano in our playroom. And he loves Emmy's sunglasses. And we've always joked about calling him Elton John. And and then the other day, a bunch of people on my Instagram were saying, oh, my God, he's like a little Elton John, which is funny because when I was pregnant with Brooks, Tanner and I I went went and saw the Elton John movie um, in theater. And I just like felt so connected to that movie. For some reason, it was like my pregnancy hormones. And I was really into it. And I was like, Tanner, I, I'm like, I think we should name our baby Elton. And he was. I remember that. He was so against it. He was it. like, hated it. Yeah. So I, I would joke. I would just like joke with him and I'd be like, baby Elton is like moving around. And and he hated it. But which is which is funny because I feel like part of that persona is now part of Brooks because lots of people call him that, I guess. And uh, he's going to be it for Halloween. So it'll be fun. He'll be Elton John. Oh my God, John. that's so funny. We're. We're being music stars as well. Oh, you are not, not Popland. Well, Bella's obsessed with Dolly Parton because we're a friend. Uh, we're there's a Dolly Parton has this book club called Imagination Library, and yeah. she sends yeah out books to like kids. You can sign mm-hmm. up for it when you're in the hospital. Some places have it, some places don't. So, but you should check in your state because it's really cool because you can get a book every single month for both your kids. But the kids are like obsessed with Dolly Parton because she's in the back of every single book. And so Bella has just like loved her forever. So she was like, I want to be Dolly Parton for Halloween. And I was like, okay. So I'm going to be Reba. And and Charlie's going to be only for a picture. Bella's going to be Dolly Parton to like walk around. Charlie's going to be um, Willie Nelson for a picture. That's so cute. And then he's going to – And then he – I don't, It's so hard because Charlie like – Loves a million different things, but doesn't understand the concept of Halloween, you know? So yeah, I'm getting him like a dual birthday and Halloween costume. So he's just going to be Captain America. So we're just very Americanized. <laughs> we're like Dolly Parton and Captain America. That's cute. <laughs> and then um, we're just going to do, I think, his birthday is in mid-November. So I think uh, his cousins are being superheroes for Halloween too. So I think we're going to do like a Halloween slash superhero birthday party for him and that's, then just get Bella costume that's so cute I think um Emmy at two she didn't fully like understand Halloween at that time but she was like oh this is kind of fun I go to a door and I get a candy and, you yeah. know and she was she was one of the Sanderson sisters she was oh my god what's yes. the what's the main one's name why can I think of it Bette Midler Winifred, Winifred. she was Winifred, Winifred. Yeah. yeah 
And she liked it and she thought it was fun, but not until she was three did she was like, Halloween, you know? Yeah, where she gets it. Yeah, so I don't think Brooks will necessarily get it a lot this year either, but he'll enjoy at least getting the candy. (laughs) Yeah, we. I got Charlie one of those like, have you seen the um? It's like a fire truck that you like put on. Yeah, it's so I got him one of those. Like, was it like TJ Maxx or something? Because he's obsessed with obviously like every two year old, almost two year old is obsessed with fire trucks. But he just want. I was like, mate, let me try this out and see if he'll even wear it. And he just doesn't. He wears it for two seconds and takes it off. So I'm like, okay, we yeah. gotta have to have like a costume that he can't get off of his body. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's why I got him Captain America. I was like, he won't take it off. It is hard to get toddlers to wear their costumes, I feel. I feel like like, either they hate it and they cry, like that video of Brooks and the dinosaur outfit. Oh, God. That was so cute, but so sad. (laughs) Which he was like in for five minutes because he just was tortured. Poor soul. Um, (laughs) Which is funny because I think if we put it on him now, which is only like three or four months later, he would probably love it. But that makes sometimes the difference. But oh, yeah, it's like sometimes they either cry or they just like tear him off like they just don't want to keep him. Oh, yeah. Well, Charlie likes like putting a cape on and dressing up like a superhero. So we'll see. I don't I don't know. Who knows? I don't even know. We do have a few listener kids Halloween costumes that are really fun. Uh, Allie says, my son is obsessed with chickens, so he's being a chicken. (laughs) That is so cute. That is so cute. Oh, I love it. I love it. Alyssa said, my oldest convinced us to be a family of unicorns. My husband is thrilled. That's cute. That um, My Little Pony movie came out too. Have you seen that My Little Pony Netflix movie? Yes, we've watched it like a hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> Bella loves it. Yeah, I downloaded that for her to watch on the plane. It's it's actually really cute. I like it. It is cute. I um love that the husband is going to be a unicorn. That's amazing. I love that. It's like really cold usually for Halloween here, so I used to always go out in a onesie, some type of onesie, comfortable onesie with a glass of wine. That's a great oh, idea. <laughs> Always have to have a glass of wine. Uh, Jess is going to be a balloon, or her kid is going to be a balloon. That's so cute. How do you even do that? Like maybe just around your body. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm very curious. If uh, you're listening, uh, send us a photo. <laughs> yeah, we want to see. Um, Court says a Hershey bar and a marshmallow and my husband and I are being graham crackers. That's so cute. That's really cute. That's really cute. That makes me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Cassidy says a witch. That's so cute. Very Halloween-y. I I think I love like I love the classic witch costume. Oh, yeah. I think if I was your favorite you've ever been like as a kid. Do you remember? As a kid. Hmm. I mean, I just very like much remember my Little Mermaid costume as a kid. Ooh. Um, I was def- I definitely remember that one. But when I was in high school, I was a dead cheerleader, and that was fun. Oh my god! It's like a zombie dead cheerleader kind of. Did you um, do your own makeup? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Kind of inspired from Beetlejuice. Do you? I don't know if you remember like the the oh, bus yeah, of yeah, like yeah. dead jocks and cheerleaders. 
Oh my, is Beetlejuice the one that everyone, when I, my postpartum hair is growing and it was like down to here, everybody's calling me the, I think it was the girl in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Is Winona Ryder in Beetlejuice? Yes. She has really bad bangs. Well, they're just yeah. really short. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody called me that girl. Have you seen, have you seen, <laughs> have you seen Beetlejuice? I have, I mean, yes, but like a million years ago, like not, not enough to like remember oh my anything God. about it. I love that movie. I don't. I can't get into. Are you into like spooky, like Halloween movies? Like, do you love? Like, I don't watch them. I hate them. I don't like. I don't like being scared. I also live by myself. Yeah, only spooky, <laughs> weird. I don't like scary. Like, like I don't like demon possession. Scary. Oh, you know. You know what? I mean, if I was. Oh, sorry, my phone's going off. If I was to choose that, I do sometimes like. God, I don't. Know. I I'd rather watch something ghosty than killery ghosts i can handle it's like the demonic stuff that freaks yeah the me demonic out. stuff is like really scary i'm like really scary. don't bring that energy to my house <laughs> yeah no Mm-mm. nope not to my house um yeah i feel like every time you turn on the tv though obviously in october there's just so many scary movies uh, yes, I can tell you a story that long time ago in another lifetime oh, of mine, God. <laughs> when I was, because um, I was previ- previously engaged to a guy when I was really young, so like 20, 19, 20, and um, he was obsessed with Halloween movies. And one October, when we had first like gotten together, he made me watch all the Halloween movies with Michael Myers. <sighs> In the, in a month, oh, and there's like eight of them. Oh and gosh! My I'm a highly sensitive person, and my brain was so traumatized that I sometimes still have nightmares about it. But I had nightmares for months about Michael Myers trying to kill me, and oh, I God is terrible. Yeah, I, which I also had that problem when I was little. I watched the Chucky movie and had like Child's Play and had nightmares about chucky forever i didn't watch that oh my god yeah i my parents did not did not know i was watching it but what's the scariest movie you think you've ever seen oh so i don't think it's scary now but at the time in the movie theater something about it just like scared the crap out of me and i had to leave was the ring that movie oh, yeah oh i just got like the hairs on the back of my neck stood up a little bit yeah that one was really scary i was crying because i was so scared uh, yeah and also maybe like how old were we i i think teenager like, i think like 15 yeah whatever that age is because even that like that girl that wasn't it like misha barton or something that was like that scary like like the Girl, even oh. the sounds. Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, no, that's a really yeah, that's super scary. That maybe you may be right. Even for me, that's really scary. I don't know. Then I I was just like too involved in watching it. I sometimes like it's. I'm making myself sound so weird about watching how I watch movies and how. Am I? <laughs> but like I'm like so obs- like I get like into it too much where I'm like this is you know instead of I don't know I think a lot of those ones that are like the possession ones with like the priests and like stuff like that those are always like real scary insidious insidious was scary I don't think I've seen that if wait who's in that uh I don't know their names I don't know 
but it, it's no, it's like that. No. It's very it's about which is based off of supposedly true story a true story about this husband and wife who go and like try to help people um, get released from possess possessions. Ugh, and it's Ugh, so it's scary. like it's very creepy. Ugh. I remember when we used to play like light as a feather, stiff as a board. Did you ever play that? No, my parent because like <laughs> I it was like a sleepover game. Oh yeah, but my I was definitely like you know I grew up so conservative Christian that like I was like Jesus tells me I can't do those things you know like oh yeah yeah, I was probably the kid in the corner not participating at slumber parties I was like let me be the person that (laughs) (laughs) floats (laughs) (laughs) oh man I really I feel like I was convinced it would happen did you ever do the like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Like in the, oh, that was all. I so did scary. that one. Going in a bathroom yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So many memories are flooding back right now. This, the, um, I do remember when I was little, I went Halloween. I went Halloween. I went trick or treating one time with my aunt and uncle. And, um, there was like a woman in a, coffin in the front yard and that you had to go up to her and get your candy out of the coffin and I was so scared that I like I think I tried to like run up a tree like I was so scared and I was like (laughs) just trying to get away from this woman and my aunt was like oh do you want to just go home and I was like yes it was traumatizing she would sit up you would go up and then she would sit up and hand you a piece of candy that's kind of fun i want to do that i'm gonna be that lady you should do that you should do that for your few neighbors (laughs) i just i would start laughing there's no way i could take myself seriously but halloween's fun it is also like it's like kind of creepy though also at the same time I'm still convinced I saw a ghost when I was little on Halloween, so that's probably I'm, I have a little PTSD from that. What? How? Like you have uh, to explain it's standing this. in my doorway in my room. But I've I've seen like a lot of weird stuff but on no, Halloween. Uh huh. On on Halloween night, I was asleep and woke up, and there was like a man, man, like but it was a short like a short man standing in my doorway, and I got so scared and I ran like through him into my mom's room. And then this is, I mean, ghost weird stuff's happened to me a bunch, but uh, then my mom walked back in my room. She's like, let's just not sleep in here tonight. Cause she said she felt like weird energy. So we went and slept in her room. Weird. Oh my God. Did you I hear got, my kids screaming back there? I oh. did. And <laughs> that's like creeping I was like, out. I was like, wait, is that the man? <laughs> short man it wasn't charlie (laughs) oh man halloween well we do have other segments today (laughs) we have a listener question segment uh and uh i kind of already spoiled my bad mom good mom but we still have to see what jade's bad mom good mom section Mm. uh or what yours is this week so let's take a short break and when we come back let's get to some of these listener questions We are back. We have a few listener questions. Uh, Number one, need advice on how to want intimacy with my partner when I'm completely touched out from my toddler. Oh, man. I understand that. Kids want to be on you at every single second of every single day. It's even weird because 
like parts of your body start feeling so unsexual, like yes, like boobs, like they used to feel like like when someone would touch your boob, be like, oh my gosh, somebody's touching my boob. Like I mean, like your partner <laughs> or whatever. And now it's like no, like Charlie and Bella for some reason this past month have been obsessed with my boobs. They I mean don't breastfeed anymore, but. I'm just like, boobs are just nothing anymore, you know? Like places on your body that used to be like, oh, that's so nice to be touched there is just not nice. So the answer is, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I think it's just normal. It's a mindset. Yeah, I think it's normal to just feel at this stage of parenting to be touched out constantly. I mean, because we are. We're physically... Like, I feel like taking care of toddlers and babies is physically more demanding on us. You know, we, oh, yeah. they want to be, they're crying all the time. They want to be picked right. up. They want to be soothed. Right. They want to, you know, they want to be, like you said, all over us. They want to be carried. Um, And they just have a lot of physically demanding needs. And so it's hard at the end of the day when all we want to do is just like, not have anybody touch us and then someone else right. our partner's like hey can i touch you <laughs> right um it's hard um when we had dr tracy on she i follow her instagram account and she i read something on there but i know not all couples can uh, like do this it's just not possible to some marriages need more physical intimacy to be healthy but she was saying like take this like take sex off the table really for the first year postpartum. And I know like most guys are gonna be like, I waited, you know, six Mm -hmm. weeks. Like I don't, (laughs) you know, like, but I think it's just like having that honest conversation with your partner about how you're feeling and like what your um, maybe like expectations are and then maybe what their expectations are and then trying to find a middle ground, you know? Yeah. And like, I mean, I've talked about it before so many times on here, but like for Tanner and I, it's scheduling sex and sometimes like doesn't sound romantic. And sometimes he's like, I don't like he's like, I just wish you would like initiate it and pounce on me. And I'm like, I'm just not there. Like it's I'm wait, I'm still breastfeeding. I'm way too touched out. Yeah. Um, But having those conversations I think being honest with each other definitely helps. And then maybe you can like figure it out. But at the end of the day, your partner needs to respect um, your physical boundaries that make you feel um, like, I don't know, just like respected and and true to yourself. Like you can't change your true feelings either. If that If you're at the end of the day, you don't have anything to give. Like, you shouldn't feel, like, forced to give. Right. I wonder, too, um, and this is me thinking, like, way – I mean, I'm so not in that situation anymore. So I don't – trying to, like, take myself back to the, that time. But I know there's also, like – there's also places on my body that, like, a kid doesn't touch that I do like to be touched. Like, I really like to be touched on, like, the back of my neck, like, right here. For some reason, whatever sensation that gives me is, like, a sexual sensation. So I wonder if maybe there are places like that uh, on your body that maybe your kids don't touch that you could tell your, you know, partner, like, hey – like I'm 
if, you know, I'm feeling a certain way that day or maybe you could like, this is, this is like the key. Like maybe this could get you a little bit further down the line of like, maybe it could happen for you tonight. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good suggestion. And also like maybe saying like, if, like you said, if my boobs don't feel sexual and they just feel like they're just like, whatever, like my kids right now, then you can say, don't touch my boobs. And, you know, yeah, for sure. You know, like I don't feel comfortable with anyone touching them right now. So I just like, if we're being intimate, please don't, you know, like, yeah, I think that's totally fair. Like having boundaries. But I think that's a good idea to like, tell your partner like, yeah, like this will when you touch me here, it turns me on or yeah. Even I remember Dr. Tracy talking about like, um, other ways of like having intimacy too, or, mm-hmm. you know, so like maybe that's what your relationship's lacking right now too, that mm, if you yeah. got, if you got more of that, like you would feel like your cup's a little bit more full too. Yeah. You know, so. Totally. Like for me, it's like the emotional intimacy. I need that from Tanner. I need the conversation. I need him to like act interested or be interested right. in other parts of my life. That you know that yes. aren't mom. So it makes me yes. feel like we're more of a couple, and then I'm then I feel like we're connecting, and then I don't mind the physical connection. You know? Yes, yes, it totally. So it's ma- a love language thing. I mean, honestly, like someone gives you your love language, you're way more inclined to go to a different love language. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're feeling emotionally connected to your partner, right? Sex is so for women. It is so about emotion. Like, I have to be, unless I, you know, I mean, back in my 20s, maybe it was a little different, but like, maybe I was drinking too many tequilas that night. But like now in my life, I have to be emotionally connected to even feel like that's a thing. Especially, I think, when you're in a committed relationship like a marriage and you've been with your partner for so long and some of that, like first like desire is kind of gone. yeah that sexual like chemistry is kind of when you're you don't have you're not picking up their pheromones as much because you're around them (laughs) 24 7 (laughs) right yeah especially gosh COVID has made everybody just like on like you can't get away you're just with them all the time all the time yeah at least the world's kind of going back to normal Okay, I hope I hope that was good advice. I feel like that. I think we did a good job. There. I think we that was decent. Yeah, sometimes I think we do a bad job, but I think that one is pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Next. Okay. This the, the next question is: I want more kids, but I have a fear of not loving my second the same as my first. Help. That's so normal to feel that way, but. I'm telling you, when the second comes out, th- that fear just like instantly goes poof, and then yeah. you do. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's like magic. It, yeah, I think it is normal. I'm pretty sure probably almost every mom or parent who's been in your position who has that worry has had that worry. You know, like right? Um, because we know we know now how like deep. Uh, that love is and how like amazing it is and how it like I don't know like it just is a part of our whole self in a way and so it's like I love this person with my whole being how am I supposed to like expand that but it just it does it just it just expands does it's weird 
So I hope you just like know that and know that it's perfectly normal to feel that way and have that worry, but um, you just it'll, wait. It'll yeah. go away. Yeah. It will. It vanishes. It's crazy. Love is yeah. crazy. And then you get to have different relationships with each of your kid kids because they're different people, and so that's so unique too. So it won't mm-hmm. they won't always be like the same relationship, but the love is still this like you'll love them both just as much. Right. Yeah. Okay. Was that good? I feel like that was good. That was shorter. <laughs> okay. How do you navigate outings with two under two? Double stroller? Oh, man. I try to avoid that at all costs. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, let me just take one out. Uh, I I have never personally done double stroller myself um, because I usually just make Bella walk or make Bella sit in a cart or and then I'll hold Charlie or something. I usually don't do a double stroller, but it would depend on where I was going. We've definitely done double strollers. Um have you like pushed it yourself? Like do you take it yourself? Yes. Oh my gosh. Um and then they're so intimidating to me. They are. <laughs> but I like when I do when I've just like pushed myself and said, I am determined to do this. I can do hard things. And I've like had moments where it was like, I can't even get this friggin' stroller to fold right and get it in the Oh my car. gosh, it's so hard sometimes <laughs> to get strollers to fold. But I've done it. Um, and then I felt like really proud of myself. But I've done double strollers. I've done wagons. Like as the kids got older, mm. wagons are great. Yeah. Um, and then I've also like with three now, I just like, I'll just like baby wear. Um, mm-hmm. and Emmy is old enough to walk now, but sometimes like if we're going somewhere where we're, we're going to be out for a long time, I know she'll get tired. Um, sometimes we bring the wagon still so they can, Brooks and Emmy can walk, but, uh, baby wearing has helped me with multiples too. Yeah. Like, um, like at Disney world, we rented one of those carts that you can put two in, but it, and I pushed that. But to me, that was like way less intimidating than double stroll. It's like. I, I honestly, like I have one and the nanny like uses it. She, Sam, she like, if she takes the kids to Kroger or something and like they walk a lot, but it she'll do it. It cracks like, oh me gosh, up that so they go heavy. to Kroger. It's so funny. Oh, every, they went to Kroger today and the dollar store. It's so funny. They just love it so much. They'll get like, they'll be like, let's go get a new fruit today. And they just like, go get a new fruit. It's so funny. Can I ask you a a question? This is my question. Now that we're, this is like a sidebar, but (laughs) yeah. um, How did you, or maybe you didn't have this, but how did you get over the anxiety of letting your nanny drive your kids? Um, She's only done it a few times. She takes my car. Um, I trust her so much. She's like the most trustworthy, like she's, I she feels like family and I just I don't know I I feel like if something like let's say something happened with them in a car like it wasn't because she was like not paying attention like it would just have been like a freak thing right and so I don't know I kind of feel like you know I hired her I really trust her and I can't let myself get nervous about things that she would do because she'd probably do most of the same things I would do. But I don't know. I, like the moment I'd start letting my anxiety take that the rain there, then 
because the other day she was taking them out. I was like, oh my gosh, what if they got in a car accident? And I was like, they're not going to. And if, you know, it's fine. Like you, it could happen to me as well. It could happen to anybody driving the kids anywhere. So what are you going to do? Like not go anywhere, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, we have a girl, a nanny now. Her name is Yana. She works with us um, like 15 hours a week. Um, but we haven't had her take the kids out anywhere yet besides – or at least like driving. Um, but I want her to be able to. But I'm just like, when's like – when is should I just be letting her? Or when's like the time like I feel like comf- – I don't know, comfortable they enough? Yeah. I mean, she's taken them to like uh, – like the park is not very far. She and walks. she took them to like a art class thing the other day. And that was like, that was probably a 15 minute drive or something. But so they walked to um, Kroger. They they walked to Kroger or take the, because it's like right here or take a stroller. But like the park, sometimes she takes it. There's a few different parks down here. So sometimes she takes them in my car. But it's never been like, hey, can you go run errands with the kids? Like it's never been that. Gotcha. But she's also almost been with me. Like, I think she started in January. So, I mean, almost a year. I don't know what's happening, but my kids just walked in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't either. But she looks really cute with her I hair in that. I want Daddy to stand up, but he's not. I want him to sit up because, no. <laughs> what is the story? I don't want to hear the story. What's the story about, Emmy? No, she's like, nah. She's like over it now. All right, everyone. Oh okay. How, that was really cute. How can I be a helpful aunt or sister to new baby and mama? I think um, aunt or sister. Wait. So she's her sister's pregnant. <laughs> My brain won't work. Yes. Okay. Um, honestly, I think just keep asking what you can do to help and just do it all. Like help, you could even like help organize things for like like food you could help organize like uh nap like shower time nap time like i mean that's yeah stuff's really important show up with a coffee show up with her favorite yeah, coffee lots of coffee uh yeah. take the baby let her nap yeah uh, yeah let your yeah. sister nap <laughs> yes and do the dishes like throw in a load of laundry unless she's like picky about Me laundry either. Like um, hire somebody to just cl- clean her house. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. Things like that. Um, ask her like, you know, if she has like a code word of when like it's time to like everyone go and kind of help, you know, if there's lots of visitors over, or, you know, and, you know, help her in that way. Because there are those times when people come and visit the baby family members and you're so overwhelmed and you're so tired and yes. you just want your baby back and want everyone to kind of go now. Yeah. So having somebody who's on your team, you know, like. Like you're like, oh, like the leaves outside are so pretty and maybe your code word is leaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody leave. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I was, I was thinking of like iceberg, but then it would be very awkward. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Oh, iceberg. Wait, what? <laughs> yours, is, yours makes way more sense. Do you remember the Titanic when it hit that iceberg? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> oh man! But, but yeah, I, I think just keep asking what What do you need me to do? Yeah, do you, like I'm here to help. And not, nothing is too much. Just give me tasks. Yeah, I think that's the best thing to do. Agreed. Okay, Jade, 
Now it's on to bad mom, good mom moment. Mm. Jade, what's your bad mom, good mom moment? <laughs> um, I'll talk about a good mom moment. I'll do Yay, a good we're good moms this week. Yes. This makes me happy. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of similar to yours, but um, all my kids are sick with colds. It's cold and flu season, but Ugh. um, they're all up, especially Reed last night. But this morning, I was sleeping. I was sleeping with Emmy in her room. And I heard Brooks up and he's never usually the first one up. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to sleep like one more hour. But I decided to go in there and it was still dark and he let me snuggle in his bed and it was so cute. And he let me put um, my like forehead on his head and I put my hand on his face and he put his hand on my chest. It was so cute. Oh my gosh, and we so laid, I know. And we laid there for about 20 minutes and he was just so calm and like and connected to me, which he doesn't normally, he's like I said, he's always on the go. He's super, I would describe his energy as like very like erratic. He's just like zoom, 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 zoom. Mm-hmm. You never, and unpredictable. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it was just like this really calm, peaceful uh, morning. And then we got up together and we had breakfast together and we went in the playroom by ourselves. And it was just really nice because um, I don't, I don't get that time. And I was just like, right. I just, could, I could have been on my phone and everything, but I just decided I was like, this is so special. I'm just going to like not get on my phone. I'm just going to be present with him this morning and I'm going to cry. But it was just like really sweet. I just felt like I just don't get that a lot with him. And yeah, um, I get it. It was just it was nice. And it made me feel like a good it made me feel good. So I felt I guess like in a way I felt like a good mom because. I feel like we need to have like a good mom bell that we're like ding, 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 every time we're good. Yeah. But it was really, <laughs> yeah, I think we should celebrate our wins more often as moms. And yeah, it was just really nice, really sweet. especially because yeah. he, he's not always that way either. Like um, it was just really special. That's really, really sweet. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please tell a friend about our podcast because we would love to have a new mom friend join our pack and uh yeah we, we will be uh, talking to you next week <laughs> I, I was swallowing i was like what? i was like jade drinking jade, coffee over there? here you there, jade? <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you everybody and we'll talk to you next week bye bye